This is exactly right. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. Oh, what's going on? Let's see. Well, I uh, I just lowered from the ceiling uh, on the back of a kind of a giant animatronic bat. Uh, kind of lowered from the rafters. I'm sorry you weren't here to see it. It's, you know, it's covered in like a gold tinsel. It's probably more glamorous than it is scary. But this is an audio format, so you don't get to witness that. You just get to listen, and I hope you will. I really love today's guest. I just think she's so fantastic and funny. Let's get into the podcast. Please listen. It's Lennon Parham. God damn it. That was a spectacle. (laughs) I didn't get to see Beyonce, but I feel like I just did. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of the experience I was trying to bring. It was. I mean, you don't expect that. In a backyard, you know, on no. a hillside, nonetheless. And the thunderous applause. <laughs> yes, where did that come from? <laughs> they had to kind of pull me back up into the rafters. Yes, until that the... part I did feel fear for you, for the audience underneath you. You were shushing people. Yeah, I wanted to hear your personal noises because you know <laughs> when you're when you we've got that kind of crotch, you know, strapping <laughs> to secure you. <laughs> It really, it really makes interesting noises come out. It's squeaky. Yes. We forgot to oil it prior to the show. Yes. You were screaming, let him speak. I want to hear what he has to say. Let him speak. That is generally just my MO. <laughs> let him speak. Let her speak. Let him speak. <laughs> let me hear their voices. We need to hear what they have to yes. say, whether they're on a bat or not. They've got, a, everyone has an opinion. Yeah. Lennon, I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I've had a scary morning. What happened? I mean, other than the obviously aforementioned <laughs> bat hanging. Oh, no, I was totally calm about that. Okay, got uh, it. You know, I, yeah. I've been training for weeks. Um, but I noticed this bite on my elbow. Okay, okay. Which you can immediately see. And I'm yeah. just having you inspect. Uh, mosquito got you. I don't think it's a mosquito. No? I think it's a spider. Is it lifted? Is it raised? The bottom one mm. is raised. Let's see here, slightly. You are probably have sensitive skin already, though, right? Yes, very. So, mm-hmm. but it, I have to imagine, because I do get the occasional mosquito bite, and Can this I looks touch worse. touch it? I can't, uh, do you want to? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, it's raised. Oh, it is raised. Yeah. So what does that mean? But the the vein coming off the top, is that was that there prior? This here? Yeah. Is that this new? Was not, this is new. Okay. <laughs> this okay. is not helping anything. <laughs> do you normally get eaten up no i mean i'll get bites but the mosquito bites for me usually last the itchiness lasts about 10 minutes okay and then i'm fine have you put anything on it i put a little cream on it which one 
I can't remember the name. Was it a Benadryl, a cortisone? Yeah, I think it's a cortisone. Okay. And I took two uh, Benadryl. Oh, you did? When was that? <laughs> that was about an hour ago. <laughs> okay, we'll hold on. I'll but, pick up the pace. No, this <laughs> is but you, fall you have nothing to worry about <laughs> okay. because actually I was concerned about taking them because I have the opposite reaction to Benadryl. What, you get jacked up? I have, it's called a paradoxical reaction and it makes me insane. It like really uh, makes my brain go really fast. Okay. Um, so, but it was early That's enough like in the day. That's like a Sudafed reaction, though. Normally, right? Oh, does Is that your, happen with Sudafed? Some people, their heart starts racing and they Ooh. take too much, and it's supposed to be a decongestant. But as we've seen right. from the FDA, like just as who, of this who morning, who knows or what something. you're eating? <laughs> who knows what you're taking? If it's gonna work, just you know. What was Sudafed doing for anybody? It's a decongestant. But it wasn't working, right? Was that the one they said wasn't working? I think so. Well, it worked for me. If I had <laughs> sinus sinus pressure, uh-huh. you just take the lowest dose right. and it makes that headache lighten up a just little. Just eases yeah. it slightly. But sometimes Tylenol won't make a dent. Right. I'm more of an Advil guy. Um, okay. Well, I'm on um, the Benadryl, which I... And Advil? Uh, no Advil. Okay. Just the cream, the Benadryl. Yeah. You know, I like. I started thinking, is this going to be a situation where I have to go to the doctor? But it hasn't gotten worse. That's good. Uh, so we'll and just wait like and see. And like swelling in your face or throat, like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, Annalise, how swollen do I look today? Annalise is saying absolutely swollen, a normal amount okay. of swelling. Kind of insulting. <laughs> um, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Did you wake up with it? I woke up with it. Well, you woke up I like do this. Think I Hashtag flawless, <laughs> Beyonce. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it all comes back. Uh, on my way to steal your man, this sort of thing. But um, no, it'll. We'll just see what happens. I. Okay. What was I going to say about it? Oh, the thing about mosquitoes. How long does a mosquito bite last for you, itchy wise? Uh, days. Days. Okay, yeah. this is good to hear because I remember as a kid them lasting days, and now they yeah. don't anymore for me. So that was a real thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't for my sure. imagination. No, no. I and some people have like I get like I, my skin like freaks out when I get a mosquito bite. How so? Like they can swell up to be like oh no, like golf ball size so are or you larger. Bug spraying all the time. Uh, I try to stay on it. Once I get one bite, I'm like, I'm either out, like right. as an in side, uh-huh. or I'm like, we're we're all spraying down. Oof. Have you ever tried Skin So Soft? I don't no, even know if they skin sell so it. So Soft. So it was like a was it a Mary Kay product? It was like. Um, Annalise is looking into it. Yeah. Uh, so Skin So Soft. Avon. Avon, Avon, that's Avon, it. That's it. Right. So it was like a door-to-door salesman kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it was like it. It's really good for mosquito repellent, but it's also sort of like a body oil. So oh, it that makes you nice. smell nice and moisturizes and repels mosquitoes. That should be on store shelves. It probably is because now. bug spray smells horrible. Or horrible. Always ends up in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, not for me. And lungs. And lungs. It's all over the place. Yeah, and citronella candles, what do they really do? Simply nothing. Nothing. There's that one up there that's just been up there since I bought it, it's essentially. It's just totally melted into, uh, the, into the canister, I'm it sure. It has. The sun has just completely demolished mm-hmm, it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because it wasn't working anyway. Yeah. And then... Yeah, they I have guess- those little... Those little um, Things that plug in or get charged by the sun. Like there's a zapper one and then there's one that emits. Like a diffuser. Yeah. Have you used either of those? Yeah. Do they Mm -hmm. work? 
I don't I I don't really know. That's the thing. It's always hard to say. It's like, well, I I still got bit, but would I have been bitten more right. if it weren't for the candle? Right. Hmm. How are you filling your days? These days? Yeah. It's an interesting time. Yeah, it's a weird time. Mm-hmm. I have children. Oh, that helps. So I am doing a lot of parenting right now. <laughs> are they in? Are they in school? They are. They yeah. just went back to school a couple of weeks ago. Um, what else? I'm like, do having lunches with people? It's so <laughs> exciting. I'm like, I had a breakfast with a friend I hadn't seen in years. That's nice. Um, doing laundry, a lot of laundry, a lot of home care. (laughs) (laughs) This mirrors my reality outside of taking care of children. Yeah. I'm slowly learning that you can do laundry more than once every, like, three weeks. Yeah. It piles up so fast Mm -hmm. in our house that if I don't do almost a load a day, I'm effed. A load a day? Yeah. That is a lot of laundry. It's a lot of laundry. Well, you got usually two sets of clothing every day right for four people that's eight outfits wow and then all the socks lights and darks yeah right and then of course you're having sheets coming in and out towels yep once a day and it's i guess it's really not that difficult it's sometimes soothing to be honest right the folding part of it the folding is the hardest part i love folding oh you like the fold but i don't like the putting it away (gasps) right so i'm i'll fold all day (laughs) It's so soothing to make it into the perfect little tiny rectangle like Marie Kondo style. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, it just is so satisfying. Do you have a t-shirt folder? No, I just, I am, I have great fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Magic fingers. I have magic folding fingers that should be licensed by the container store. But yeah, that part feels really good to me. And then I put it in a basket and then it just sits for days. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I think you put it away. I folded it. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But I've my done eighty percent of do the that. work. Come gather. For me, I just leave it in the dryer for extent. The dryer kind of becomes the closet yes. for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. On, but then so many things are wrinkled. Yeah. I, you yeah. can't do a load unless you're going to have time to fold. Right. Because otherwise, it's, it's you're going to have to do you're it gonna over. You're going to have to do it over or iron. No, no, no. Who does that? (laughs) My husband does because he has like work shirts. Oh, like dress shirts, this sort of thing. He'll break out the iron. It's, I don't know where we got this ironing board, but it is like from the 50s. It is honestly, it makes the same sound the bat made when you were lowered. (laughs) It is so rusty, honestly. And our iron is, we had a regular iron, but then he bought like, he bought like an old iron. Okay. Like it's an a old- new one, but it looks like an old one. It looks like, it looks, you almost know, it's like steel. Almost kind of stylish. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I mean, it's practical. Uh-huh. Like it, it's a really good iron anyway. But it's not like a white plastic. No. More of a, probably a professional's iron. Yeah, it's a professional grade <laughs> iron. Yes, for sure. My ironing board makes the same screech. I hate opening it. I hate yeah. closing it. Yeah. There's nowhere to put it. Yeah, where do you keep yours? I keep it in our office closet, kind of just shoved in there. Are there other laundry implements or cleaning tools in there? In that closet, no. And even the iron is in a different place in the house. Got it. Because... The board mm, won't fit there? Yeah, basically. But the iron probably could fit in the same closet as the board. But for whatever reason, I've decided they should be in separate 
areas. Makes sense. <laughs> but I mean, once you move it, your brain will take months. Oh, I'll never learn again. To reposition it. And only probably in the last year or so have I learned how to efficiently close the ironing board with the little lever at the back. Oh, yeah. What were you doing it's, before? I would Jump take in on top of it? <laughs> Surfboard style? <laughs> It would just take me forever. I would have to flip it on its back, search the whole thing. Yeah. And there's this little, just basically the little twig you have to yeah. push. Yeah. So easy, but it took me but, years to learn. Yeah. And you, so you flip it over, put it on its, which again, it's like, it has a cover on it. So then you're dirtying the cover yeah. by putting it on your floor, right? And then you press the thing, then it flattens. It's just all so it's impractical. But to be clear... I'm no longer flipping it. Just so people know, I'm at least at the point where I'm not flipping it completely on its back anymore. You're not. I'm just reaching under. I'm finding it. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> it is deeply erotic. I mean, that's part of the problem. Ooh, middle just, finger or what? <laughs> I'm getting sweaty. The ironing board doesn't know what to say. We're both just like, is this the time for us? But yes. uh, uh, I'm now pretty good at it. Are you in a committed relationship? We're, we're on an, on again, off again. It's yeah. we're seeing each other probably once every a month, you know. Yeah, and that's actually true. That's the because I'll get to there'll be like one shirt I need ironed, and I'm like, this is the mm. one I can't wear wrinkled. Right. The rest right. of my shirts, I'm like, people don't care. They're not going to notice one way or it's the other. It's under a blazer. It's a slim fit. Right. Who, you know, <laughs> you, you were at the beach. Who cares? Right. You you like a beachy look. Yeah. We all like. To, kind of look kind of disheveled anyway. Just rolled off the beach like Coastal Grandma or whatever, right? (laughs) Yes. Coastal Grandma is such a good look to go for. Beachy cottage. Just layers. Glasses, scarves. (laughs) Just like a cocktail, but also a coffee. I love it. I do love it. We're all Diane Keaton in the end. It takes so much money, though, to to takes, really get that look, you know? Unbel- every day, like if I go out to lunch with somebody, I'm like, I'm going to look overdressed and everyone's going to know that I'm not uh, yep. a zillionaire. They're going to know the moment I walk in that this because person... Because you're overdressed? Because I'm literally what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, yeah. it feels like... I'm not rich. I'm like not the rich person who can just wear whatever they want to brunch. I see. You know where they've got their sunglasses <laughs> uh, and sweatpants on. Yeah, and they yeah. look so much cooler than everyone there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, what what happened to you? <laughs> like, you couldn't put pants on. Like, <laughs> it's because you're just like don't give a fuck. Like, I, but that's rude to me. Like, it's rude to me. Like, care a little bit. I understand you're like running to get gas or like sure. going to Smart and Final to get too much cereal or whatever. But like if you're if you're making the effort to go out to lunch, mm-hmm. put on pants. Put something on. Is it like matching? Sure, I buy that. Joggings, like top right, and bottom. Leisure. Adidas, mm-hmm. Adidas, as we say. In Adidas. Our, in our house. So that musical. Like a, like a greeting or something. I love that. <laughs> Adidas to you and, and, and your loved ones. <laughs> uh, I'm someone who will, like, I'll, I have to shower and put on clothes even before I go to a gas station or something. You are. So That's these people a formal who, way to live. Very formal. Yeah. Very formal. Is that t- is that like touches of OCD or is it just like... I don't know. I just I feel like I just can't leave the house until I feel clean. Oh, clean. Mm-hmm. It's about cleanliness. Cleanliness okay. or something. It's very rare that I go somewhere. The only place essentially I'll go in pajamas or whatever is to buy a bagel sandwich. Okay. And then, you know, I've ordered it online. I'm ready. You just roll it out. And you know everyone there is going to be have just woken up anyway. Right. So. What time of day is that? 
This is usually a Saturday or Sunday at about 8 a.m. Okay, on the earlier side. Yes. So those jogging pants people haven't even woken up yet. No, You're already ahead of the curve. I'm four hours ahead of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people I'm seeing are dedicated. Uh, dads. To, and, they're dedicated moms yeah. and dads. I mean, the last time, a few months ago I went and the line was so long, it was because everyone was buying Mother's Day brunch there. Which one is that? The one on York? Bell's Bagels. Okay. Yes. You, Have you I've been? never had that one. Delicious. Okay. Such What's that other bagel place that used to be at the burger place? Is that the same one oh, and just moved see. over? That is. I think that's the same place because okay. that's Gold Burger, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great hamburgers. They must be friends or something. Yeah. There's something. There's some cahoots going on there. I love a cahoot. <laughs> I love a good cahoot. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's essentially me. And I, I'm going to lunch today and I'm already just bracing myself for the location yeah. to make me feel uncomfortable. And everyone there to be underdressed. Is it a fancy place? Or it's is all it? time. Do you know that place in Los Feliz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good, but I think too expensive. Yeah. I you feel know. that way when I go to like a little Dom's or something. Because you know you're going to see people in the industry. Yeah, constantly. There are some real like, uh, there are some standards there that you're going to see. Yeah. Famous people that everyone has seen there. And how do you feel about the food at Little Dom's? I like the ice cream affogato thing. Oh, That's I love That's my favorite affogato. thing. And the rice balls. Mm-hmm. And I do, I don't mind their breakfast and their, their they coffees. They breakfast there. I, I like to go there for breakfast, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we for dinner, I'm for always... dinner in a while. I always feel like this was fine. But the atmosphere <laughs> is nice. And I got to see a celebrity. Yeah. Who have you, who have you seen? Um, who? John Hamm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel like, is that something we can say on a podcast? I feel like that's okay. We can say that. It feels like pretty public knowledge at this point. Hollywood. I feel like we revealed that what's-his-name's at the skating center all the time, didn't we, Annalise? Which one? The one in Glendale? Yeah. Moonlight Rollerway? But... Now, I had my child's birthday there. Oh, how was it? It was insane. Was it how so? It was insane. I really bit off more than I could chew and uh over underestimated how much people wanted to get to a roller rink, but they <laughs> you you know, you pay by person, a okay. person who's going to skate. And so it was my daughter's 5th birthday. Okay. And um she did not know how to roller skate mm-hmm. and neither did all 30 of her friends. <laughs> But all the parents know how. Okay. Because right. they're all my generation and we, that's where we grew up, like, you know, coming of sexual age of or whatever. Of course. So of course. Everybody was like, we can't off or whatever. Like, what Debbie Deb, like, out there. I was like, I had made a playlist. They played that specifically. Soraya was like, play Frozen. What are you doing? And I'm like, this is it for you. But it was insane. Also, I had just had spinal surgery. <laughs> Literally, uh, literally five days prior to that. What? And uh, (laughs) I had, uh, it was supposed to happen three weeks prior to that, Mm -hmm. but I had gotten a cold and you know, you can't have spinal surgery (laughs) if you can't breathe. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So so I'm on heavy levels of Norco (laughs) and there's two cakes. One cake was an ice cream cake, but Mm. we did not, I mean, again, we had to get so much food and and sweet stuff because they of the amount bar? of people. Yeah, they have a snack bar, but then you're like paying per person. Right. You know, you have so, no control over it at that point. Yeah. And I had gotten the final guests. I mean, people were like, how can I help? And I was like, I don't know. Like I there's like 40 <laughs> gift bags. It was just so it was I had really bit off more than I could chew, especially <laughs> given that I 
was under the influence of Norco and five days out of a major <laughs> outpatient surgery. Were you mobile? Totally mobile. Okay. Could wasn't able to drive myself. So <laughs> Jessica St. Clair, my writing partner, picked me up and drove me, which I appreciated. Because <laughs> oh, uh, my husband was was wrangling the kids. And mm-hmm. then but then I did skate. Oh, you I, were skateboarding. <laughs> <I> skated. <laughs> What's wrong with me? No, I didn't. That was painful, actually. I remember. Oh. I went back, I had to go back later and, and get my skate on because like I think my spine surgeon said. No fucking way. Right? I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. That's, you can't do that. If your spinal surgeon is like, yeah. go for it, you know that they're <laughs> looking for more money. They're like, let's get her back yeah, here yeah, as yeah. quickly as possible. He also he also told me, because I emailed <laughs> to ask if it was okay if I took this job on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> that was shooting, um, you know, like six weeks out from surgery. Uh-huh. But I had to run on a treadmill. Oh. And, uh, and again, he was like, I mean, he didn't say fucking because he's professional, sure. but he was like, that's a, that's not a good idea, period. <laughs> so, like that was the whole email. Were you able to take the job? Well, it kept getting pushed. Oh, incredible. Great. So it worked out. And I feel like they probably could have faked it in some way. Just had you kind of move your shoulders and done like a, just a head. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. So we I mean, it ended up I was full out. I'm also supposed to be pregnant. So I had on a pregnant belly and I was on a treadmill, like running as fast as I possibly could. <laughs> it was great. It and was great, a funny scene. Probably yeah. ye- yelling at Larry or something. Yeah. No, I, he was telling me that 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 I was harming my the fetus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good episode. Oh, I wonder if I've seen that. I haven't. I've. Uh, haven't seen Curb in such a long time that it's yeah. all kind of blurred together. But it's a, what it, season was this? Not the last one, but the one before. I think it was I like the first episode. It. it was the Happy New Year episode. Oh, this sounds familiar. Yeah. So he, we <laughs> saw each other, and I said Happy New Year. He goes, "You can't say that." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, what's the limit?" And he was like, three days." Oh, yeah, and I of was course, like, I've two, seen this two weeks. What are you talking about? And then we get on side by side treadmills. And I tell him my midwife said it was fine if I if I exercise, and he was like, "You're harming the fetus." <laughs> and then later he sees me in a coffee shop drinking coffee and gives me an evil eye. And then later I'm in the hospital, and he knocks me down going through the double doors. Um, and also my character's name was Randy, <laughs> that's such which a good I name. It's like for a woman to be named Randy. I mean, that's really all you need to know, right? <laughs> She's definitely hitting Moonlight Roller Way. <laughs> the only re- I knew uh, I had a friend Randy who was a boy in elementary and middle school. And then the second Randy I learned of was a character on the Brady Bunch who was a girl. Mm, I, my world yeah. was just shaken. I was like, Randy can be anybody. Anyone can be anybody, right? Anybody can be anybody. Yeah. I want to circle back to your playlist at the roller rink. Yes. What were some of the songs on it? Some of them you can't play anymore, I'll be honest. (laughs) They've been canceled or like big, you know, documentaries have come out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. This is my childhood. Right. This is my childhood everything music. Of course. So that playlist still exists on my my iTunes because I... I'm so such an old person that I have still purchased albums on iTunes. Still, yeah, I'll, you it, should still. I want to support the artist. I, I totally you know? encourage that. Yeah, 
it's also like making a playlist on Spotify. I do do that as well. But like, sure. what if you don't have inter- intranets, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I panic about that all the time. What if I, even if I go like over the hill in Eagle Rock, I lose service for a minute. I'm like, yeah. I can't choose what song I'm listening to right now. And I hate that. Yeah. Um, okay. So there was, I can imagine who you're talking about. Sure, sure. But it was then heavy pop- that. Okay. <laughs> it was heavy that. Um, if I were playing my old roller skating playlist, mm-hmm. there would have been like a Bon Jovi song on oh, it. Oh, interesting. Okay. That was my, that was my fourth grade, like my first boyfriend, uh-huh. Kenny, not Kenny. to be <laughs> mistaken with Randy. Uh, and yeah, our song was Born to Be My Baby, which oh, Bon Jovi. Um, is that like a ballad? No. Oh, how do I know this? Yeah. I know you, Living on a Prayer. Yes, of course. Uh, I've Dead already, or Alive. Dead or Alive. Uh, be, uh, you Give Love a Bad Name. Right. right. Yeah. But yeah. Born to be my baby. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to look up because I have a... Let me see if I have the actual playlist on here. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious. I love roller skating music. I mean, I when I think about roller skating music, I feel yeah. like ABBA, Donna Summer. Oh, interesting. You uh, go disco. Uh Debbie Gibson. Okay, yeah. Shake your love. Uh, Never can shake your love. Tiffany. Uh huh. But I. So now love I'm very it. curious about what else you've got happening here. Okay, so the aforementioned artist <laughs> opens it, and then there's also his childhood group. <laughs> oh sure. Now, can we talk about that? The difference? Can we? I feel like one is okay. I feel like Jackson Five is okay. I can still listen to Jackson 5. It's hard for me. Still, That's hard for you. I can't listen to... Let's just, we all know what we're talking about here. <laughs> I can't listen to Michael Jackson anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. I can probably... There's one... Songs off of Off the Wall, I can still kind mm-hmm. of... But it's there's now just... It's almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. That's my... I think that's probably my favorite album of it's his. It's his best album by, by a million miles, I would say. <sighs> yeah. I, honestly, the whole thing makes me so sad. Yeah, it used to be I could put that Off the Wall album on and it would pump me up for anything... Literally now, I put it on and I feel overwhelming sad. Oh, <laughs> and what a even nightmare. with the Jackson Five, like um, "Never Can Say Goodbye," like mm-hmm. a lot of those sweet songs. Like I, I just, it's I can't. No, there's a giant shadow over all of it. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I I've kind of just separated his solo work from the Jackson Five in my mind, and I feel like these were the happy years. Well, actually, they weren't. It was actually there was just a lot a of abuse happening, yeah. leading to all there was of these a lot other of horrible like things. parental abuse happening for sure. So let's just forget any of that. <laughs> okay. It's just not a good. Uh, okay, I've got Love Shack. I've oh, got Love Boogie Shack. Shoes, Celebration, Cool in the Gang. There's several Cool in the Gangs. I've got Take on Me. I've got The Warrior by Patti Smith because that's the song that my is my me and my daughter's song. Oh, that's so sweet. Gloria Estefan. Okay. Ghostbusters. Oh, fun. That's our what's his name? Ray something. Yeah, Ray uh, Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but then you've also got some Beyonce, some Uptown Funk, some uh, Happy and Footloose and stuff from the Trolls movie. <laughs> you you could be a roller rink DJ. I could. Push it. You I'll know, push it, classic, classic. I can't wait. New shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, let the music play. We've got Huey Lewis. There we go. Born, yeah, Bon Jovi's on there. To Bruno Mars. Anyway, it goes on and on and it on and on, honestly. 
and ends with Be Nice by the Black Eyed Peas. Do you know that song? I don't know. That's a very funny song. Okay, so the song, <laughs> Songland, do you know that show? Um, no, I'm not familiar. Okay, so there's show, I'm not allowed to be talking about AMPTP properties probably, <laughs> but there was a show on, and it's not on anymore, uh, called Songland. Where okay. Th- there were three like very famous producers, a country, like a rock and a, uh, an R&B producer. All right. And artists would come on. And then six people would sing their original songs. Oh, I like And then like the this. artist would narrow it down to three, and then they would get paired up with the producer, and they would go away and work on the song, and then they would come back and and present the the new song to the artist. The artist would pick one and record it. Oh, this so, is so involved. He picked this song, Be Nice, <laughs> which actually my husband and I love, and my kids are like, stop playing it. <laughs> um <laughs> So it's not that old of a show then. No. Okay. Recent, recent. I was imagining like a star search type. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, that was like a putting on the hits. Like okay. A, no, it was recent. It putting was recent. Putting on the hits. I've never heard of this. What? I love that name. Is that a <gasps> pun on putting on the rinse? Of course. <laughs> we it love that It was a lip sync show. <gasps> oh. It was a lip sync show hosted by, I want to say, the guy that played the greatest American hero, but I don't okay. think that's right. Do you know that no, show? No, I'm not familiar. Okay, so that song, <laughs> that song, um, uh, oh my God, look at what's happening to me. That sounds familiar. I can't believe it myself. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, anyway, I'll play that for you later. Um, okay, uh, it was a lip sync show and it is stuck in my head uh, because people would come on and do full like, lip sync numbers this is pre the pre Jimmy Fallon and all yes and pre RuPaul or probably at the same time oh, as RuPaul yeah, that's was true. coming up in Atlanta but there was one performance uh to Endless Love and uh and a man dressed half of his body like Lionel Richie okay like like draw a line down the, the center of his right. face and the other half Diana Ross. Oh, wow. And so when each of them were singing, he would turn and it started out and it was like, you know, my love. And it's just <laughs> Lionel, right? There's only you in my love. And then my first love. And it would oh, turn and it would be her. And then when they were singing, ah, he would turn in to the middle. And so you could see scary. both of them. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> But I went, um, yeah, it was really inspiring. And there was another thing on there that like inspired a Halloween costume that I had where I was Carmen Miranda on the top oh, half. Oh, top half. <laughs> and the bottom half was a man carrying her on a chair on his back. <laughs> <laughs> that was seventh grade. Listen, it was, these were fruitful years. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great costume. I yes. love those costumes where it's kind of an illusion. You know, yes. I did like the, I think in fourth grade, the headless person where you're holding your head. Uh, yeah, yeah. My my son wants to do that this year. He wants costume. to be, at, you know, like holding a head beside him. He's really into violence right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Speaking from personal experience, I can say you get a lot. Uh, it, it's a buzz, buzzy costume. People are talking about it. Oh, yeah. They're good. thrilled that you're holding your head. So that's a good costume. Yeah. And I don't, well, my parents probably put hours and hours of work into it. They so, made it for yeah, you. Yeah. I did nothing to help. I, but but I did your the, head was the head, right? And yeah, then my there head was, was like the another thing I, built up behind you. There was like a bloody you. stump on top. <gasps> like a headless horseman almost. Although I was in a football jersey. I was a headless, as far headless as I know, football, football player. player. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Actually, it does. The NFL does not want you to hear about this. They don't want to talk about it, 
but we are here today to talk about <laughs> this it. This is the new head issue in the yeah. NFL. It's completely de- complete decapitation. <laughs> complete decapitation. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> speaking about things that no one wants to talk about, there's something, uh, you know, that I'm a, I've been a little upset about for the last half hour. The whole time or so. we've been talking, I've been seething. I've been seething. Well, you're I've good been, at keeping it under wraps. Look, I've been working on myself, uh, and I'm trying to just keep control. The podcast is called "I Said No Gifts." I'm That's so excited you were coming true. today. And I'm so happy to be here. Just thrilled to have you. I thought we'll have a good time. Uh, I'll be able to go to the urgent care about my spider bite mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. my day will be perfect. Yeah. So I was a little surprised. I was a little thrown when you showed up in my backyard Yeah. holding what, what I would describe as two gift-looking objects. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just a little something, though. <laughs> This is not an actual gift, just a little something. (laughs) Okay. Okay, this one is a gift, but I will say this. You don't invite a Southern woman into your your backyard and expect that she's not going to bring you a gift. Whether or not you say has no no meaning to her, (laughs) it would go against everything that she's been raised to believe to be true about what a woman is <laughs> if she were to walk in empty-handed. So this is just a little something that we'll share. And this one um, is, is, a, is, a, is a, gift. a gift. For sure, it's a gift. Okay, well, I'm glad you've been honest. Uh, should I open these here on the podcast? Yeah, I think that that's probably good. Okay, uh, what do you think? You've got the little sum that you let's said we'll share. Something, something. Let's open yeah. that first. Mm-hmm. Let's open okay. that. Let's Pri- see if you it's can get... It's in an adorable Santa Claus tin with a... Santa Claus, Claus yeah. is being spooned by a reindeer <laughs> That's true. on a sleigh. Um, They're very... going down the hill on a yoga mat, it looks like. Oh, it does look like a yoga mat. But or it's not... There's no legs underneath the sleigh. No but Santa's legs. using his core, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's nice to see the deer uh, in the back for once, you know. Honestly. <laughs> honestly, to see him fronting the ship for once it's in his so goddamn nice. life. Yeah, a little break. This yeah. is the power of unions. Um, let me open this I don't know up. if you're going to be able to do it with gonna, one hand. I'm going to... Tr- you can. You can do I it. I want people to hear me struggle. <laughs> I want Again, them to know I know. That that's is, why I was oh, like, I, got it. I was like, shut up and let him speak. <laughs> let him speak. I, I smelled something immediately that smelled yes. wonderful. It smells good. I Are you allergic some... to anything? Nothing. Are you allergic to anything? Uh, I, I'm not I even... just, there's a lot of food I don't like, but I'm not oh, allergic to I want to get to into it. that <laughs> in a moment. But yeah, let's see what this is. Oh, is this fudge? Yes. Did home. you make this? We made it last night. You're yes. kidding. Me and my children. Okay. Uh, am I allowed to have yes, one? Yes, of course. As long as you're not allergic. <laughs> I'm going to have one. I didn't one. put pecans in it because I didn't know. Right. That's what very. You eat. Um, that's but just be careful thoughtful. because it is quite delicious. Do you want one? You don't um, have to have. No, one. I have. I've had been having. Annalise? It's very. Um, it's oh my very, god! <laughs> it's really good, 
food, right? Oh. How is it so good? You're welcome. Oh. It is filled with so many sugars and fats, guys. That tastes. In, is this your recipe? It is the recipe on the back of the ma- Magic Fluff um, container, oh. which is the recipe that my grandmother used to make. Mm-hmm. It's just that marshmallow fluff um, container, and then you like follow it to. Now you have to like follow a QR code, but it used to be printed <laughs> on the back of the. <laughs> The marshmallow fluff thing, and right. it's just like seven ingredients. It's um, yeah, she used to make it for everything, and I actually made it in her pot. That one that um, oh, that's so sweet. The one that she uh, that we that I took from her. I I feel so rude just eating in front eat of it, you. Eat it, eat it. This is phenomenal. Eat it. It's, uh, <laughs> now there's an artist we can all oh, get. Oh yes, let's get behind him. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Um, so it's. I imagine marshmallow, fluff, mm-hmm. sugar, two yeah. sugars? No, just the just just white sugar. White sugar. Mm-hmm. Butter. Yeah, uh, margarine. <laughs> margarine. Is that really yeah. rather than butter? Yeah. Oh, how fascinating. Um, vanilla? Uh-huh. How many ingredients have I got so far? Why you, does? Why do I care? I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, condensed milk. Oh, okay. And then the semi-sweet chocolate. Oh, delicious. And I did, I did do... Girardelli, because oh, I you think that to. that makes all the difference. That's the uh, when I'm making cookies. That's the only chip I'll use at this there point. You go. Um, Are you a baker? I am a baker. I've never made fudge before. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Makes a big like brownie size pan, right? And then you can just give it out as a gift or whatever. Is it difficult? No. Is it stressful? No. Even though you're like having to stir on the five, stove. Yeah, you stir it until it boils, and then you stir for five minutes. Okay. You and just turn it off, turn off the heat turn once off, it boils. Turn No, you keep the heat on, oh, okay. keep it boiling five minutes, and then turn off the heat, and then you mix in the chocolate, mm-hmm. then the marshmallow, and then the vanilla. Oh, fascinating. So it's the condensed milk, the sugar, and the margarine, margarine. that are that are combining to begin with. Margarine, did you already have margarine in your home or you had to go get no, margarine? yeah, I had to go get all of this. Because I don't feel like anyone just has margarine anymore. Not anymore. And I, it doesn't, they won't say margarine on it. Oh, what do they call it? Butter spread or something? Uh, it's like, well, this brand is Imperial, uh-huh, but I recognize that as our, the famous margarine. Right, right. Um, but it's like, it's vegetable oil, basically. Mm-hmm. So it, what you could, maybe, I don't know if it's vegan. Oh, yeah, I wonder. That feels like it would be vegan, yeah, right? Probably. They probably Annalisa figured how to get yes. some kind of horse stuff into it. Marge- <laughs> horse teeth or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a decadent treat. It's so good. Um, how often are you making treats around the house? I love to bake as well. You do? Yes. So what are you baking? I don't bake that often, though. Okay. I do love to do it, just like so much to clean up. Mm-hmm. And again, we've established how much laundry I'm doing. <laughs> You've got enough on your hands. Um, but yeah, I do love, like, every once in a while, I'll do something like, I want to make Queen Amans, you know, which are these, like, do you know what no, those are? No, I have no idea. They're these really crazy layered pastries, like butter layered pastries okay. that, that you cover in sugar okay. and then bake in, like, they form up into this little muffiny kind of thing. Oh. They have them at Civil. Is it, it's almost like a um what were those the fad cruffins? That's it, like a croissant muffin. Yeah, they're way better than that. Okay. <laughs> and how do you spell that? Queen Aman. Uh I think it starts with a K. Okay. K O U I G N and Aman, I don't know if that's A M Oh, okay. A M O N? Yeah. 
Is that uh, something French, like maybe? that? I don't think it's French. It sounds like Queen Amon. Yeah, I like it though. So you make those. Um, are you ever making I a make cookie? That. I'll like. I make. I like to make a cake or a, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like on a birthday, I'll make my 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 mom her favorite cake, like oh. a caramel cake. This year, I ordered one from Gold Belly. Oh, so it came all the way right. from like South Carolina or something. Was it, was, it worth it? Was it, it a was good worth cake? it? Caramel cake is really. I've never had hard that. to make. It's a real Southern thing. It, the caramel is almost like this consistency, mm-hmm. like it turns into like a kind of a a fudge, but it's caramel flavor. Oh. But it's delicious. And then just like white cake or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Southerners love just a purely like unbelievably oh, sweet yeah. dessert. Absolutely. <laughs> we had banana pudding the other night. That's another one of my faves, banana pudding. Banana pudding I love, but I can eat about three spoonfuls. Okay. I've been trying to formulate in my mind uh, like a banana pudding with peanut butter or something to make it oh, slightly saltier. That's something like a to... banoffee. Do you know? Oh. Do you know this like a British thing? I only know that because of the great British baking right. show. And yeah. I don't, what is banoffee? I don't know if it's like banana toffee. toffee yeah. Peen, maybe peanut butter oh, or something. Right, right. You know banana. Do you? I just eat a banana peanut butter sandwich. Do oh, you that eat, sounds I've delicious. Had, I don't think I've ever combined. With a little bit of honey. Interesting. I don't very think I've delicious. ever put a banana in a sandwich with peanut butter, but I've had the combination. It's, it's very a good, good. Very good combination. It's, health, it's a healthy lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly. Use like four or five slices of bread. Yes. And you're ready to go. Yes, yes, um, Okay, yes. so you made this fudge. Uh, what gave you the idea? You just wanted to bring a treat? I wanted... I was thinking about... Okay, so when I give a gift, generally speaking, I'm thinking about the other person, mm-hmm. not myself. <laughs> And I don't know you that well, right. and I don't know, um, but I I always know that something akin to this is going to go over well because it shows effort and like unbelievable respect, amount of you effort, know, yes. um, and like a level of thoughtfulness which I appreciate in a gift, mm-hmm. um, and also I think it touches on like my southern heritage and. Then I also get to like make it with my kids, which is always right. a, a treat. And then also my, I think about my grandmother who used to make this. Oh, that's so lovely. And so, you know, everyone wins. What state are you from? I grew up in Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they love a fudge and a... Oh, they love a fudge. <laughs> and does your mom now live here? Both my parents live in Altadena now. Oh, fantastic. Nearby. Yeah. Okay. So you do have to kind of fly in... Uh, desserts on occasion to make them <laughs> yes, kind exactly. of authentically Southern. Yeah. Uh, do your kids enjoy, what gr- grades are they in? Uh, first and fifth. Okay. So they still enjoy like doing crafts with mom, that kind of thing. Yeah. Baking is an interesting one because it always starts out a nightmare. Like they're <laughs> arguing over which get, who gets to do which one, uh-huh. you know, but then uh, it starts to even out and we like hit this sweet spot. And my husband says he like, He'll, he just loves to listen to us oh. as we're talking. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm like helping him learn how to stir mm-hmm. correctly or like praising her for, you know, being gentle with the eggs. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I really like to do it when I do it. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice background noise. I, uh, yeah, I feel like I can only make cookies. I think I might just have to, I'll occasionally make a brownie. Mm. But brownies br- are great. Brownies are great, but they feel like one step too far all the time. Where it's like what I had do to do mean? one extra thing. And I don't even just know. Just buy a mix, though. I do. I've started the buying. Mixes are knock it out of the park. You know, we made a chocolate cake from Whole Foods. Uh huh. 
because we were near, I, I, I don't care for Whole Foods. I'll just say that out loud. It ter- it, I don't like the experience of being, in, of being in there. But anyway, we were nearby and we needed to make a, a chocolate cake because my daughter wanted to make a chocolate cake for my birthday. Oh, that's nice. And, is that right? Or for Mother's Day or something. Anyway, um, our anniversary, that's what it was. Okay. And so we bought, we just bought, I was like, how can I make this as easy for me as possible? Mm-hmm. So we just bought the regular chocolate cake mix. Like they're like a store brand. 360, whatever. 360, yeah. right. And then the icing mix. Mm-hmm. And then we used salted butter instead of regular butter. Okay. And so it was like a salted chocolate oh. frosting. And it was one of the best cakes I've ever had in my life. Mixes, uh, brownie mixes, I'm a recent convert to. And I, yeah. I'll use uh, just that you get like a slightly nicer brownie mix. Yeah. They're so good. They're and so I've been good. told that if you make, use coffee instead of water, it'll taste coffee. better. There are all okay. these little tricks people have learned. So maybe yeah, yeah. I just need to lean on that more or something. You can use a premix. Yeah. I would I would never use a premix for a cookie. Never. I feel like that, that doesn't make any sense at all to yeah, me. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, but a brownie and a cake, I think. Mm-hmm. But I've never made a cake. In your whole life? I don't think in my entire life I've never baked a cake. My mom did a lot of baking. Yeah. And she would bake cakes, but Do you mi- have do you like cake? Cake for me, tell me, is a giant commitment. With a cookie, I can eat one and then I can like kind of judge how many more I want to eat. Got it. Uh with cake, I'm like I now have a little project mm-hmm. and if it's not incredible, I'm just doing a boring thing through this entire slice of cake. Right. What about you? Do you like a cake? Specific cakes. Okay, such a, the caramel cake. Like the cake. caramel cake, yeah. Right. I um have you been to Quarter Sheets in Echo Park, the pizza place? Uh-uh. They have a something called a princess cake. Oh. That is I already don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me more. Wait, no, this is the one I've had it. It's like it's like a thousand crepe layers or whatever with the with the mm, Oh, that sounds good. Is that is that this that's is, not it? It's a few layers. It's like white cake, okay, and then raspberry uh, stuff, and then okay. whipped cream, and then cake, and, yeah. then and then it has like a what's the marzipan oh, shell on it? It's wow. beautiful. And I'm not crazy about a really sweet thing, but this I really like. You like it? I don't want to shit on it, but I don't, <laughs> like marzipan to me is. It it just is always too much. Right. It's, right? I it's mean, if you're just eating sugar pure paste, marzipan, right? forget it. Forget about it. <laughs> Decorative at the very least. I guess if it's all over the edge and the outside of the cake, it makes it look so beautiful. And this is very thin. Sure. But also put fruit in a cake, I'm out. You're out. You <laughs> like a strawberry. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, like at all the work parties, they, they do like a strawberry cream cake because oh, they think everybody's right. going to like love how mm-hmm. decadent it is. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Like, give me a red velvet. Give me like a, you know, something that is in the like fried green tomatoes cookbook. Ooh, right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, give me that. Completely. I mean, I need, I almost always need chocolate. Otherwise, I'm like, okay. this is a, it's a, a yeah. C plus at best. Yeah. If it's not a chocolate dessert. Um, but this princess cake, for whatever reason, has. It, it checks your boxes. It's really nice to look at. And yeah. I love whipped cream. Yeah. But I, I'm basically on the same page with you as fruit. But I also don't like a birthday cake cake. Is that what those are called? The ones with the sprinkles, the colorful stuff in them? Like the milk bar or whatever? Yeah. Like those cakes? Yeah. Not crazy about that thing. Yeah. That woman is a genius, though. She's really a, kind of a mad scientist. Yeah. I watched her, like, chef's table. Me too. Yeah. 
I love that show, but I can only watch it. I can only take it for so long. Before and then you've... I'm like, we're going to Patagonia? <laughs> What's happening? Eight okay. people can eat this ram? Yeah, nobody's allowed to eat this. <laughs> <laughs> but but she seemed accessible. And like I recognized her, like ra- the way she was raised and the women that raised her. Mm, and I was totally. like, this is incredible that she's like putting like the flavor of cereal milk, mm-hmm. which I don't like that flavor. But oh, like, wow. Um, into something, you she know, like made the that. ice cream, right? Yeah. With the uh, cereal. But have milk? you ever tasted it's, it? It is not called this anymore, but it's called crack pie. Oh, it's one of the best things delicious. ever known to man. They call it the milk bar pie now, and they will also ship it to you. But they dropped one, the crack. There's one on in Melrose. Yeah, they used to have my husband and I. They would set up shop at the Union Square Farmers Market, like the the Holiday Village in okay, New sure. York. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would go and you could buy a slice of it and mm. just like put it in your hand and just eat it off your hand. It's uh, it's such a perfect combination of flavor. Oh, my God. Uh, this must have been before they really expanded when they were still I think so. At the I don't think market. she had her own shop yet. Okay. Well, you she really was like pure... the pastry chef at Momofuku. Mm-hmm. And then maybe she had opened one of her shops or something or was doing, I don't know. Right. I don't really know her whole story, but I know I do know a lot of it. It's surprising. <laughs> surprising. You've kind of interacted with her at the beginning of her lo- uh, career journey. Or her, yeah. It was so, You've oh seen my one God. episode of TV about her. The best. <laughs> yep. Uh, I get her newsletter. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I signed up for it. I wanted to support her. What is her newsletter? Is it like a sub stack? It, no, you sign up and it comes into your email. Yeah, not. I mean, you don't go to somewhere to see it, right? You just and get she's an just email writing about, about her life it. or new recipes. Yeah, I think there might be recipes. I I haven't read it in a while, but um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we should open the gift. Okay. I think we should see what's happening there. Let me close the fudge for a minute. <laughs> this is just unbelievable. Okay. okay. Now this uh, gift is in a beautiful, uh, like orange, orange. Yeah. Wrap. Uh, there are little like pictures California, of orange. California, right? Very Cali- California. And it says to Bridger from Lennon. Very <laughs> sweet. Okay, I'm going to open it up. Oh, this is well wrapped. I like, look how satisfying that is to open. Yeah. Almost clicks. This is, wrapping is, a, I know it's, it's so wasteful, but it's, it, it, it makes it, it takes it to the next it adds level. adds so much, unless I'm doing it. And then it's and then detracting it's and real making people show. feel bad. <laughs> Okay, I'm pulling it out. It might be hard because it's got the coil. There you go. Oh, wait. (laughs) Is this a... uh, It's a music book, uh, standards, a hundred all-time favorites. Yes. With songs like Ain't Misbehavin', Blueberry Hill, (laughs) A Foggy Day, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. This one is my favorite one. Where is it? Don't cry out loud. Do you know that one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, good. Wow. It's like, I mean, this is like, this is probably yeah. 40 years old or something. Who it's, knows how old it is? It's a really beautiful mm-hmm. piano, vocal, and guitar. Do you play uh, or sing? I took piano sing? lessons for, from kindergarten till about ninth grade. And do you still play or pluck around? I fuck around. Yeah. I um, My boyfriend actually knows how to play the piano. He does? Yes. I'm uh, coming over. <laughs> I'm coming over. Do you have a piano? We don't. It's a nice, I think it's a nice thing to have, even if you don't play the piano, because yeah. I'll go over the, well, it's nice for the person playing it, because I imagine when I'm playing, yeah. other people are like, well, you don't know how to play, so stop it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I took lessons for a long time and I can still form a chord. Yeah. 
and I know which keys go together essentially. That's good. That's a, that's helpful though. Enough, but I can't. Yeah. I'm not. I can't do both hands anymore. I'm not super skilled. Yeah. Do you? Pl- did you take lessons or anything like this? I played the drums growing up. Um, I played like uh, I started just with snare and then did that all through middle started to do also like other percussion like mm-hmm. timpani and chimes and glockenspiel and all that <laughs> jazz and then i marched snare all through high school and also played in the symphonic band percussion wow but i also love to sing okay although um i'm not i've never been paid for it <laughs> Um, but I love, I'm like so good at karaoke and I uh, love to sing in the car. And then also uh, I goofed with the guitar, but I'm still like very, like it's very like herky jerky and probably right. not satisfying. Yeah, to, that's me with the guitar where yeah. I can basically remember three-ish chords, yeah. but I'm not, even with those, I can barely get to them. And yeah, so it ends up just being kind of a waste of time. Yeah. Did you ever play in like a rock band? No, I did like a jazz ensemble a couple times on set. Like that's not too difficult to like to transition from like playing snare to playing like jazz set Mm -hmm. because it's very just straightforward, you know? (laughs) I love a Um, Yeah, but I did do some set work. Like I was trying to like do samba and some other stuff and it just, it's so... It's like a whole new part of your brain to be able to do the bass drum, the hi hat, the to you know the, the all the other drums, mm-hmm. the cymbal. It just uh, it it takes a lot of a lot of work. You're I mean you're using it feels like every part of your brain to get your hands to move it and your feet to move it. Yeah, at different and all times. at the same time. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's difficult, but it feels good. Mm-hmm. But do, it's difficult. Do you have a favorite drummer? You know. Um, there's a woman named Evelyn Glennie. Okay. She's Irish and she's deaf. Wow. <laughs> and she's one of the like preeminent percussionists in the world. And her albums are insane. And she like plays with all kinds of instruments and sounds. And now she looks like a witch, like her hair is like white. <laughs> and she's just, if you ever see like a video of her or something, you're just like, what? is happening like but it's really I, I mean i down of course i paid for like i think i bought cds of hers or something oh, you good. know and then p- uploaded them onto my <laughs> computer at some point to save them put them in a binder um <laughs> but yeah i would say her i'm not like there's certain like riffs like drum riffs that i like love to like play along with in the car like green day um, do you have the time? That oh, one. right, right. Yeah. Like that's the best to like fake air drum. Mm-hmm. Really impressive. Air drumming uh, is... makeup and hair trailer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, air drumming. It's is so much fun. So satisfying. Even if you, you can, don't know like, how, twist the the. Oh, sticks. how you do the twisting? Yeah, you wow, can like that's... roll the sticks in your hand like that, <laughs> and then you can like throw it up and catch it at the right time. It's just so satisfying. That feels like you should be doing that on TikTok or something. That could be I'm really... I'm terrified of TikTok. <laughs> as am I. But I feel like I've just given you a real good... You've given it to yeah, me. Thank you. Yeah, you could become Ttiktok Lennon or just, drumming Lennon. Yeah. Um, we'll come up with a better name than No, that, that's, that's catchy. We've, uh, I workshopped that before the podcast, actually. I was just thinking, we we get to drumming. <laughs> um... What are your karaoke go-tos? 
It just depends on the room. I, I have, again, a playlist of songs that I sing along songs uh, that I can draw on. Like my friend Michael and I used to go in New York, just the two of us to do karaoke. Or sometimes I would just go by myself into a, like a room because during the day it's like $4 an hour. Oh, right. And just sing until my heart's content. Oh, you that know? sounds wonderful. Or he and I would go and do like Broadway duets, you know, which was <laughs> wonderful and then take turns. Um I love, there's like some Martina McBride songs. Oh, like great karaoke. Whatever You Say is a good one. Um, Broken Wing is a good one. Or like Reba Fancy. Mm-hmm. That, that usually brings the house down. <laughs> some Dixie Chicks, obviously. What else? Pat Benatar, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Oh, yeah. That's got to be one of the all-time most popular karaoke songs, yeah, right? Yeah, Probably. I like also, um, now this is only for me. (laughs) This would not be really, this would be torture. (laughs) But that would be um, Bonnie Raitt's I Can't Make You Love Me. It's so, it's one of the hardest songs to sing, but it's like right, it sits right there in my alto range and I love it. I also do like a bunch of like, I like Chess, the musical. Well, I like a lot of musicals. Oh, sure, sure. Um, but Chess, do you know Chess? I don't know Chess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was written by the by the Abba guys. Oh, no way. And it came out, I think, in the 80s. So that song, One Night in Bangkok, is from that musical. Oh, I didn't know that. And we did it in college, so I was like made aware of it. And um, the woman who is like the advisor to the American chess player... <laughs> Florence is such a badass, and um, and then she switches teams and and falls in love with the Russian. Oh, of course. Okay, so there's some amazing ballads, and the song I used to sing for auditions, "Heaven Help My Heart," <laughs> and then someone else's story is an amazing song. Nobody's on nobody's side, and then um, the two women duet. I know him so well. So if you get this, will like kill everyone if you find a another woman who knows the song like my friend Risa Sanger I in New York who was on my very first improv team we will sing wasn't it good oh so good and we do it in <laughs> harmony and it's just like everybody's losing their mind just floored just floored <laughs> I need to hear these I mean this sounds like roller skating music to me yeah it is I guess yeah and I would love to do a chess themed roller skating party <laughs> Yeah, the how yeah, I guess that uh, one night in Bangkok really kind of just mm-hmm. became its own thing. It did, yeah. And it's such a weird, almost uncomfortable piece of music to listen to. Well, it's terrible, really, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. Like so many of those songs of in the mid eighties, just bad like bad things. I'll take this culture. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll put it to a little I can ditty. Set this to a tune. <laughs> I just listened to that song. Well, I was I was like, have you guys ever heard I was going to play Birdhouse in Your Soul? Oh. Okay, for my kids, because I'm in that place where I'm like, oh, they've never heard this song. Mm-hmm. This is so exciting. I get to share this. And then they're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was playing Maxwell Silver Hammer, which is a Beatles oh. song. So my dad used to play the guitar and I would sing that song. And I loved that song. It's my favorite song. It's so dark and weird. And we're playing it in the car. And it's literally a serial. It's about a serial killer. Killing people with his hammer? Killing people with his hammer. The first girl is a girl on a date. What? The second girl is a girl on uh, the study group. The third (laughs) is the, or the teacher. The third one is the woman who is the judge for his trial, during his trial. He kills the judge. He kills 
Why did they let the hammer into court? Exactly. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. It's so bad many things about this. And so I was like, we're driving there, and Soraya was like, "What? Why did they make this song, Mom?" And I was like, and Kai was like, "I love this." And I was like, "Oh no! What have I done?" Anyway, that's amazing. I mean, I've never picked up on that with that song. I guess I've just never listened to it that closely. It's such yeah. a jaunty piece of music. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I need to revisit now. Yeah, look at the words. Listen to the words. <laughs> Let them speak, you know? <laughs> I've got to learn to play one of these songs in here. I'm going to, I mean, I used to have to memorize one song every year for piano recital. Yeah. And it's been a long time since were I've done that. Were they like, like classical or what were you? They were all over the place. I think my very first one in kindergarten was the Mickey Mouse Club theme oh, song. Okay. Uh, and then we started, like, you start to get interested. So, like, I would play songs from the Disney animated movies, like from okay. The Lion King or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, kind of my most famous moment was, I think in sixth or seventh grade, I played I'll Be There For You from Friends, the Friends oh, theme wow. song. <laughs> which I'm Transitioning sure... Transitioning you into the bl- life that you live right now. Uh, yes. <laughs> Professional theme song player. Uh, and I think that was kind of the end of my piano playing journey. Yeah. That's when I really started to be... You peaked. I peaked. I could, where could I go from was there? It? <laughs> I, I could only embarrass myself. Did you myself. clap in the middle of it? I should have clapped. Oh, can you... <laughs> my, my teacher totally dropped the ball. <laughs> can you imagine a sixth grader? Da, 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 da. Ka, ka, ka. <laughs> I would have loved that. I would have loved that. That's all I want to see. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I'm going to learn to play one of these. Yeah. Maybe I'll learn to play Don't Cry uh, Out Loud. Oh, I would love it. Let me know so I can come over. And I'm, I'm going to have a little respect. Is recital. it in alphabetical order? Gone with the Wind. Don't. I haven't uh, heard of something. What's that? Desfano? Desafinado. Desafiano. Okay. Not written by someone uh, with a Latin last name. Oh, there we go again. I don't want to set, set the, the world on fire. Here's that. Okay. Let's so these are these are deep chances cuts are in the we gotta here. know that one right. I'll get by as long as I have you. I'm gonna look in the glossary. Harbor There's lights gotta be right. There we go. One sixty six, the very end. <laughs> <laughs> My mother is a therapist, and whenever this came on, the choruses don't cry out loud, right? You're right. Keep it inside. Learn how to hide your feelings. This is what therapists always tell people. And so my mom would go, well, that's not a good idea. (laughs) That'll kill (laughs) you. She could not enjoy this. (laughs) Anyway, I don't don't even know if I know the lyric. I mean, the verse. Anyway, the... I wonder what the... uh, Yeah, what are we talking about with the verse? Let's see. Baby cried the day the circus came to town. Okay, that (laughs) tracks. Because she didn't like parades just passing by her. Okay, well, this is... Uh, well, she has an affair with a clown. Yeah. <laughs> what? And she danced without a net on the wire. She became like an acrobat that was having an affair with a clown. Wow. I know a lot about... Because uh, you see, baby... And then we kind of get to the universal chorus that everyone can relate to. This is but the original have... baby, though. Baby, don't, you know, don't put baby in the corner. Exactly. This is the original. Who would have thought that this was about a circus performer? And if you should fall, remember Trapeze. you almost had it all. Now, this is a real full, full circle moment, though, because that you almost... Oh, this is perfect. This is... <laughs> you almost fell to your death. You were so worried. I was terrified. My team was worried. 
Uh, the crew on the set was worried. Fly high <laughs> and proud. <laughs> <laughs> and here I come on my bat. <laughs> Remember you almost had it all. <laughs> wow. It's a beautiful song. And uh, I'm going to at least learn to play the right hand on the piano, whether I'll be able to form the chords at the same mm-hmm. time. But you really do just want the vocal melody. That's really anybody thinks about when you're listening to the piano. Yeah. At a piano recital or whatever. Maybe I'll add some claps to that. <laughs> add the friends claps to don't cry <laughs> out <laughs> Wow. Uh-oh. Uh, well, I think we should play a game. Okay, yes. Um, I need a number between one and ten from you. Seven. Okay, I need the number to do some light calculating. I have to get our game pieces. Okay. So right now you can recommend something, promote something. Obviously not mm, television or film work. I can't tell work. you anything uh, that I've been doing or ha- am currently. Just promote yourself in general. Do whatever you want. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's Lennon. Um, you can follow me on all the social medias at Lennon Parham. You can follow my playlists on Spotify where they're mostly light favorites. Yacht Rot. Yacht Rot? Nope. Yacht Rock, etc. Um, you can listen to old podcasts that I did called Womp It Up. Um, you can buy my friend Dan O'Brien's three books that just came out. Those are beautiful, beautiful writings. Yeah. Perfectly used time, considering the circumstances of not being able to talk about. <laughs> Hopefully by now the strike, the release of this episode, the strike will be over. Otherwise, I mean, I think it Does will this just... come out in 2027? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Feels like. It at this point, <laughs> the, the, uh, we hate what these producers are doing. Mm. We, everybody, they've just got to pull it together. Um, what could I recommend? What's something I've enjoyed recently? I read a book called The Blunderer by Patricia Highsmith. Mm. If you like a story about someone getting in a bind, this is a good good book. A guy really gets himself in a quite a bind, like like makes bad choices and then ends up. Making more bad choices yes. and it's so He makes so one huge bad choice right. that really blows up in his face and then you watch him continue to make bad choices. <sighs> so that's kind of fun. And, you know, Patricia <laughs> Highsmith wrote uh, Carol. She wrote oh, uh, yeah. Talented Mr. Ripley. So mm-hmm. you're in good hands there. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm just recommending it right now solely to you <laughs> and not the listener. <laughs> just trying to sell you on this book. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, okay, this is how we play Gift Master. I'm going to name... I'm going to tell you three gifts. Yes. And I'm going to tell you three um, celebrities, famous people. And you're okay. going to tell me which gift you'll give which celebrity and why. And why. Okay. Okay. The gifts you'll be giving today mm-hmm. are, number one, this is from a listener suggestion. Um, someone named Eden suggested a lifetime subscription to Consumer Reports, which is actually, I feel like, a va- valuable gift. The printed magazine? or uh, Yeah. Or like the subscription service. Where you get like the website. Mm-hmm. I bet you get I bet you get web you get access with it. print. All of it. That seems to be the way it goes. Lifetime. All right. Lifetime. Um, number two is a dinner with Blake Shelton. Ooh. Um, so that's <laughs> make of that one. <laughs> uh number three is TMJ. So that's some some jaw problem. Oh uh, you know when you're, you're grinding giving your teeth. someone <laughs> TMJ? <laughs> It's an experience. Oh, okay. Uh, and the DMJ the, experience. <laughs> Dolby sound. <laughs> okay. Um, the three people you're giving them to are, number one, John David Washington, son of Denzel, 
uh, is now really up and coming. He's got all sorts of movies. What was the oh. last thing I saw him in? The movie was Zendaya. Probably. Where the two people, they filmed it during the pandemic. Oh, how, how exciting. What a <laughs> the two of them in a house in Seattle, <laughs> island, and it was dark. I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> but yes. you're familiar. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with that trailer. Uh, <laughs> I should look him up. Let me look him up. Good looking man. Okay. Good yes, actor. Handsome. While you're looking him up, uh, number two is Olivia Rodrigo, kind okay. of uh-huh. really of the uh-huh. moment. And number three is Aida Totoro, who is a from cousin, the Sopranos? cousin of John Totoro. Who from, played the sister, Janice. She played Janice on Sopranos, one yes. of my favorite TV characters ever. Ever. She's Talk incredible. Talk about a, a being in a bind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John Totoro. Nope, John David Washington. Oh, there he is. Okay, professional football player. Yeah, I learned that recently. That Excuse I think he was me. at Morehouse. For a little while, he was playing football, and now he's made a transition to another career that makes a lot of money, and then he's son mm-hmm. of Denzel, so he's got nothing to worry about. But I always do appreciate when he's in a movie. Um, okay. TMJ, Lifetime Consumer Reports, and... Dinner, dinner with Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to give the TMJ oh, right away. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to give that to Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, now, Why? She's never ha- seen hardship, from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. And this is going to give her a lot to work with, a lot to write about. <laughs> and she'll have to translate it into something that I guess tweens will connect with. You know, the universal right. pain of whatever. Mm-hmm. The specifics of it will be a challenge for her, I think, to write about. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, it's at this point after coming up through the Disney system, mm-hmm. knowing incredible stardom prior to her uh, Saturn returns. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be a moment uh, that sh- that will help her transform and mature mm-hmm. into the woman that we all can't Need wait her to be. Yeah. What, what will she be coming down from the sky in at her sellout stadium tours, you know? <laughs> Maybe like a giant um, mouth guard. She's <laughs> yes. like lying yes. in it, kind of. Ooh, okay. Pitch, <laughs> pitch for you. So we'll we'll ice it. We'll it'll be in the shape of a mouth guard, right? Okay. The teeth like a tooth tray. Mm-hmm. We're gonna fill it with water, ice it, and then we're gonna do dancing and ice skating on top of it. We can throw back, and we can do. <gasps> oh. Yes, you know how Beyonce does the water work in the like teeth. At, the, at her last concert, she had water work. Do you oh. know? It was like dancing in the rain and she was oh, like... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and we've seen Taylor recently do that mm-hmm. just with God's elements, right? <laughs> so <laughs> in Nashville. But um, yeah, so that's why I think that... That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Okay. Aida Turturro, I'm going to give the consumer reports. (laughs) It just feels like it really truly would be the perfect gift for her. Like just something to complain about, you know, a place to constantly find uh, things wrong with things Mm -hmm. and be able to vent. Doesn't she seem like the person who would like write a great like paragraph, like this is bullshit. I would love Janice Soprano to be doing consumer (laughs) reports. This is bullshit. This iron... 
can't even do it. I push, I push on the tiny little thing with my middle finger and it squeaks. It wakes up my husband and I got to get him a beer, you know, like this whole thing, right? <laughs> so maybe she does that and then has like a <laughs> career change. I don't know. I just, I feel like it would give her a lot of ammo for her life, mm-hmm. a place to vent during the strike, you know, while she's not working um, and just... Uh, Maybe some struggles with the internet, trying to figure out how to set up her subscription, (laughs) try to cancel the print magazine or like forward it to a friend. Like all of that would give her a lot of ammo. Busy work. Yeah, busy work. (laughs) Something to do with her hands. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We all need to find our own fingers truth, right? (laughs) Okay. And then John David Washington will be sitting down for dinner with Blake Shelton. Mr. Blake Shelton. I I feel like that would be quite the conversation. (laughs) Right? What would they have possibly to talk about? I don't... I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine sitting at dinner with Blake Shelton. Oh, maybe uh, football is. Those two would probably... I feel like Blake's got to be a football fan. So... The voice was coming out at the same time that Best Friends Forever was my first television show was launching. And I had to go to like one of those NBC Universal like upfront like uh, kick season kickoff parties. Mm -hmm. And Jessica and I had been in our writer's room all day and she got insane food poisoning and I had to send her to the urgent care when they ended up giving her like fluids and stuff. It was like that bad. But that meant I had to go by myself to this dinner. And we were not used to doing, well, I wasn't used to doing press, period. Right. Much less press by myself mm-hmm. about our show. I got hair and makeup ready at our writer's room office while Jessica was like on the floor of the bathroom. It was oh. just like one of those insane days. You know, it's like where you feel like, oh, my dreams are coming true, but also... This is so hard. Mm-hmm. And I get in the car and I go to whatever house or mansion or whatever the place is. And I walk in and now I feel beautiful. I had on like a cute dress, it was sexy. I had my hair and makeup done. It's been a minute. I walk in and who do I see? Blake Shelton. <laughs> and he... Gave me an up and down once over. Now, this is when he was with Miranda. (laughs) And literally, I felt like if I wanted to, he would have taken a bite out of me (laughs) presently in whatever stall we could find empty. And I could throw it all away for one night with BS. Anyway, <laughs> um, I kept moving. Obviously, um, my life is not. I don't. I'm not um, currently uh, married to Blake Shelton. Not was, yet. Uh, <laughs> not after this story. And um, and I sent Jessica photos of the Alaskan king crab legs <laughs> and the giant like uh, seahorse ice sculpture. You know, which is obviously what you want to get a photo of while you're, of course, in the throes of food poisoning. But I, you know, now that Blake has finished his voice residency because he's. <laughs> He just had his last season. Oh, he did. I didn't know that. Okay. I always watch the only the auditions. <laughs> I, well, I, I imagine it gets past, boring after that. I right? never get past the auditions. Yeah, 
And so I guess he's probably got some time on his hands. Yeah, he's probably doing it like us, going to a lot of dinners, lunches, lunches just trying to catch up see, with like, people. And what he wears, <laughs> you know? Right. Is what he does he wear to a lunch? putting too much on, too little? Is he wearing a cowboy hat? Right. Probably not. Just wearing like a, like a denim shirt, right? Yeah, kind of like a well-tailored denim shirt. Yes, yes, and a scruff. Now, he is also exactly the same age as me, and that is feels weird to me. Does he feel a lot older he to you? He feels a lot older to me. Why is that? They're I like, don't know. And he also keeps, especially on The Voice, because I, I am a fan, I'll say it <laughs> once and I'll say it again, it feels like uh, he references how old he is. Oh, he's like, you know, like Kelly Clarkson, who also is not that much younger than us. She's probably in her 40s, like gotta be, right? right? She'll go, okay, old man, you know, and then then he's like, I'm an old daddy, you know, and it's like, no, he's simply not. He's not. He's not a grandpa. Okay, grandpa. And it was like, it just, it puts me in my head a little bit. Of course. Anyway, anyway. Um, um, so I feel like they would, I mean, this is a, a Nepo, ba- Nepo, Nepo baby. baby. <laughs> I'd like a Nepo baby, though. <laughs> that sounds better to that me. That sounds like, like a Tamagotchi or something, yes. like a little toy yes. pet you would buy. Adidas, Here's Nepo. our Nepo baby. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like they, this Nepo baby and Blake, well, they probably might just talk about football the whole time. They're, you know, they're, they're probably guys, guys. They probably, then they can move on to another sport. Yeah, they just talk about beer or, but I, maybe, maybe if the two of these guys sit down, it'll all get figured out. Do you know what Everything. I mean? Everything. All of it. These and then they'll let us know and then they'll come out and be like, guys, we figured it out. And then we can just all live in peace after that. They both have dinner at Wood Ranch and solve the world's problems. Yeah. Well, beautifully played. Really beautifully Thank played. Thank you so much. Did I win? You win. Thank you. <laughs> it's important to me. I'm incredibly competitive. Um, this is the final segment of the podcast. Uh, it's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Desperate for answers. Uh, will you help me answer a question? I love it. I okay, love it. Let's get into this. Let's see here. Uh, this is Hi Bridger and Sparkling Guest. That's a nice way to mm. uh, introduce you. Uh, I'm facing a situation that could use your wisdom. Recently, my cousin started working at the same company as me. While we have a close relationship, I've noticed some behaviors of hers at the office that I find uncomfortable, mm. i.e. discussing personal matters loudly on the phone and oversharing about our family. Uh-oh. Mm. To complicate matters, she's only been here for four months and is already giving extravagant gifts to coworkers for birthdays. It's nice, but it seems to be creating a bit of unease among our colleagues who aren't sure how to receive la- uh, lavish presents from someone who's basically a stranger. How do I handle this before she makes us both office pariahs? And that's from mm. Anders or Anders. That would probably be an Anders, right? Mm. Okay, so Anders' cousin, he probably helped the cousin get the job. Kind of a Napo. Unless they Napo, live in Napo, like, Napo, a one, like a town with only one company. factory. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's an office. Right. That's so, interesting. Maybe it was just by coincidence that she got a job there. But I don't. Honestly, it feels to me like this is not your problem, not your circus, not your monkeys, as they say, right? But it is. But why? Because he's built, obviously, he's probably built a reputation at the company as cool Anders. Yes. And suddenly cousins marching in, 
revealing family secrets. Uh, about him specifically? Well, or oversharing about her, our family. Yeah, but like, doesn't that just only reflect <laughs> negatively on the, cu- on the weird cousin? <laughs> Like the cousin's the one blabbing, right? The cut, co- like maybe he just needs to act like he doesn't know her. You know what I mean? Like, like they're not. They're oh yeah, we're cousins, but like you know, like cousins. Like, like we didn't really yeah, like we're not see really cousins. Like up. yeah, cousin, cousin or whatever. Like because I, someone once told me, let the bad ideas die on their own. Oh, so. I have a hard time with that because if I see a bad idea, you could tell it on my face Mm -hmm, and I have mm -hmm. a hard time faking it with you or letting you, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a, I don't like this idea. And this is all the reasons that are wrong with it. (laughs) But a lot of times you could just back off and then let the person and the bad idea just crumble Mm -hmm. because inevitably this is going to end poorly. And likely the cousin is going to, right, be out of be there pretty soon. I mean, especially if others... Or get Anders... a stern talking to. And the closer they are together, the worse it is for Anders, you know? <laughs> so Anders needs... Don't be an accessory. To... No. Don't try to intervene. Don't yes and that behavior. <laughs> don't also then talk shit about the cousin with other employees. You don't think he should do that? That feels like a good strategy to me. Shit talk the cousin, but yeah. then you're, you're still related. You're going to see them forever and be giving them fudge. <laughs> right? Yeah, but something has to be done. And it feels like if you turn the office on her. I'm saying the opposite. <laughs> nothing needs to be done. Just let her turn the office on. It. I know this is incredibly uncomfortable for you, Anders. <laughs> <laughs> just pay attention to the balls in your court. And if one comes over, just toss it right back. Gentle, a gentle return. That's a very mature way of handling this. I <laughs> so think. what are you saying? You're saying, let's go. Go to bat. What a bitch. Right? Can you believe she gave you that gift? What did she give you? Like a series of monthly pantyhose or something? Like what a oh, moron. Extra- extravagant jewelries. We all hate her, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Who brought this lady in? Oh my God. Yeah, I feel like you get on uh, Slack, you're uh, oh, typing the, into your coworkers. Another technology that I'm I was I'm out of out. the office space after Slack appeared, so it feels like a very foreign thing to me. Yeah. But people, like, I guess so I was much Slack drama. G-chatting when I was at office jobs, and I imagine okay. that's similar. But Get on Slack. Say whatever you want about the cousin. Just Make up a fake account. <laughs> a fake account with a different email. Mm-hmm. Get a like Tony Noodle or something. <laughs> Tony Noodle at AOL.com. <laughs> Even and, more. Yeah, and start a Tony Noodle drums uh, TikTok, okay? And then you just get to start posting on Slack. Like this bitch, like crazy crazy Tony Noodle posts like anonymously <laughs> to stir, stir it up, okay? While air drumming to <laughs> don't cry out loud. Yes. Is there any drums to that? There, there should are be. now. There should be a nasty drum solo <laughs> like right it in the just middle. goes too hard. Can we get a Bon Jovi cover of Don't Cry Out Loud that goes way too hard? <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, I think that's a nice strategy. That'll take care of things one way or the other. Yeah. It'll be something for everyone to talk about. Either one of these options, (laughs) Anders, 
Uh, you know, one's maybe more fun and would fill the time. Right. One, you have to get TMJ clenching your jaw <laughs> in order to experience um, and sit through. And, and then co-write an Olivia yeah. Rodrigo song. Yeah. She reaches out to you. I need someone who's actually experienced. I'm doing my Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Yes. That part people will sing along to. The yes. verses will be very dark about your very teeth grinding. Very dark. What's happening at night? About lockjaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, we answered Andre's question perfectly. We pray he doesn't write back in. Oh. But you never know with these Fingers people. Fingers crossed. He's going to delete the email so we don't have to <laughs> ever think about it again. <laughs> Wonderfully answered. Thank These you gifts are wonderful. Well. A beautiful piano I'm book. Glad. So stylish. And this fudge is going to I'll probably eat myself sick. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Spread it out. It's not gonna go bad any time in the next is... six months. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have any like egg or butter in it. Right. It's very like uh very processed. Like nuclear bunker foods. Yeah, probably. Like fifties. I mean, I don't know about yeah, margarine, it's vegetable. Two oil. to three weeks Two at th- room temperature. Oh. But is that this kind of fudge? Fantasy fudge, it's called? <laughs> is it fantasy fudge or is it regular fudge? Like like Bavarian fudge shops where you... Rocky where Mountain. You like, uh, yeah. What's Rocky that place Mountain, that's only about that mountain or whatever. Oh, my God. I do not... That is... A, I'm now thinking that's a front. I've never seen somebody buy From Rocky there. Mountain. They're only at outlet mm-hmm. malls. They are. You're right. And they're constantly full of apples. Those must be rotting. Dipped in chocolate or yeah. caramel, yeah, or they don't caramel. Have good turnover there. Anyba- anyway, why are you like going to buy like a an off? Yeah, two to three weeks. Two, two to three weeks. weeks? Really? Okay. Yeah, room temperature. Okay, I'm sorry, original I wax questioned paper. you. <laughs> okay, I've got three weeks to eat the fudge. <laughs> Begin the countdown. <laughs> well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much Thank for coming. Thank you for having me. It's been a treat and a treasure, <laughs> <laughs> listener. The podcast is screeching to a halt. We came in with a bang. We're leaving with a bang. The rest of your day is going to be so dull without me. Uh, I wish you the absolute best. Good luck. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Ben Tolliday. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here. I thought I made myself perfectly clear. When you're a guest in my home. Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. 
Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!